Hey, welcome to Come Queens. I'm Charlotte. And I'm Grace. We talk about foreplay, but sometimes we neglect to talk about aftercare. True. Very true. <laughs> when I suggested this <laughs> this topic, you were thinking your mind went in another direction with it. Aftercare. Yeah. Oh, uh, children. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just because, yeah, because like. That's what they call it. Yeah. That's my life is nannying. And I was like, aftercare. <laughs> what? Um, also important because we don't have enough child care options for people in this country. But. Yes. This is a different kind. This is what we do. Um, you know, like, and when I started, I've been seeing people post about this online mm-hmm. a lot lately, and I was like, hmm, this is such a good topic that no one is, like, ever brings up to you. Very true. When you're thinking about how sex works. Yeah. Um, so this is kind of what you would do after you're done with having sex. So we, you have the foreplay in the beginning, obviously, the intercourse slash whatever you're doing in the middle, and then... What do you do after? Yeah. What is your after? What is your after sex routine? Or is it the same? Or what kind of things happen usually after you have sex? Um, well, so there's like, there's aftercare physical and then like emotional. So physically aftercare right away. I, well, if it's like an intense <laughs> sex session. <laughs> Then, then I like I, how you're giggling like you're nervous to talk about it. Sex. S-E-X. <laughs> if it's intense, man, then I just kind of lay there for a little bit. Yeah. And, and if it was hot, like just like a little hand on a thigh, mm-hmm. just like some kind of touch, comfort association. Like there. But like, yeah, it's not cuddle time yet, especially if I'm like worn out. And then I get up, I cup the cum so it doesn't leak because i'm very i don't you're clean i like cleanliness i don't want cum on the sheets i don't want to how do you even prevent that? we're really good at it okay we've gotten really good and like lift up your pelvis to like avoid it from sometimes mine just drips out the bottom right when (laughs) we orgasm then we lay there for it we take a beat and then somebody looks for underwear that's been strewn somewhere and then sc- slides it under me. And then that'll be like a diaper stitch. Or if we can't get that. A towel. Yeah, that would. I know. I, there, that yeah, is a thing. And there are like sex towels. But like. I just use a regular towel. It could be sexy, like, I guess. but Or I use like a random shirt. But I also do like the feeling of our sheets. You know, it's more sexy. Like. Yeah. I got that bamboo. Yeah, bamboo sheets are really nice. Yeah, I got so another. That's part. why you can't get a drop. Of no, cum I was on like, them. no, no, come on the new sheets. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do. It's a not cupping. like cum doesn't come out of the wash. Okay, okay, it's yeah. wet for a little bit because I do want to be in the bed oh. after after we sex it up. So I cup, I waddle, penguin waddle to the to the toilet and just let plop out. Boop. And Boop. then and then you pee as a responsible human does. Yes, I immediately pee. That's really nice. And bidet, because I got that. Oh, so you got a double cleanup? Yeah, it's great. And then and then you come back? Then we come back. Well, yeah, he doesn't usually have to move, Yeah, luckily. Sometimes he'll 
uh, you know, he's got to wipe his own dick yeah. if there's, like, lube in situations. Um, but, yeah. So, and then we do, like, a little cuddle on the bed, and we definitely do pillow talk. But if we're in a rush, it's just, like, okay, we both shower, which is also a nice kind of yes. um, aftercare situation. It's not, like, sexy anymore, but it's, yeah. you know, we're still together. And get ready. Yeah. So, we, like, we're not just, like, okay, bye. <laughs> And then right. go to our separate rooms. <laughs> and I think like this is something when I was reading about it, I just thought a lot about like, quote unquote, casual sex. Yes, <laughs> like, me too. And hookup culture. Yeah. And like how this, like, I think when you're in a partnership, you often like over the course of time develop, you know, a practice. Although I do mm-hmm. think that we have to check in like, well, for whatever reason, like if we if we have like midday sex for example that's when it's much more likely to be like doggy style this is just us but like okay. you know like you're get you know like hey we start let's go bend over the bed like and do this and then just take off the like my clothes are still partially on oh got you got you know you. like we just pull down yeah the, the whatever or up the, sh- the dress or whatever and then but then afterwards because i find like that specifically when you're not facing each other during the sexual encounter mm-hmm. that afterwards i feel like more of a need to be oh, like oh yeah now let's kiss and acknowledge <laughs> like you know what i mean yeah. you can't you yeah. you can try to kiss from from doggy style but it's hurting no, the neck no that doesn't i've done it or you can like stand up and like oh i, I see if you're yeah if you're <laughs> not like on all fours yeah. I see what you're saying. But, yeah. like, it's that's harder. So I always like to be, like, you know, when it's a fast situation, I think that's when I pay extra attention gotcha. to the aftercare yeah. part. Because, like, sometimes we're on the move. We got shit to do. And, like, mm-hmm. that's why – well, it's like a quickie. Yeah, you, got, you only got a little time to so fit you, it in. So only a little time for the aftercare. But I think in casual situations, at least speaking for myself, like, I've had, like, horrible – aftercare oh my god yeah dude you know and i i mean i've been a party to it too i want to take no i've no yeah a hundred percent i have i just you viewed sex especially like college being in college that's hookup culture yeah hundred percent high school college um i was very much like this is just sex that's it um i listened to a really good episode of hidden brain um, podcast and they talked about hookup culture and the um, they were meeting with a sociologist Lisa Wade who's from Tulane University Ooh. and I went to Loyola so I was right across the street so I was like I get this <laughs> I get this culture because they have all those bars shout out Tux Ooh. shout out the boot Tux doesn't exist anymore thank God the boot is the one that I went to <sighs> the boot is rough uh, that's because it's that one's like right on the edge. That's of, on Tulane's fucking campus. On the campus, yeah. Date rape central. I went there for a weekend. I mean, why do they even allow? But I like, don't. I don't. The know. fact that I survived this whole weekend, yes. like I went down there to like tour Tulane, mm-hmm. and and it was like not that long after Katrina, and they were like really giving out scholarships yes. like candy. Yeah. Um, and so they were like, here, come here. I love, I mean, I loved it. It was, but even with the scholarships, it was still a very expensive school. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but we went there that night and oh, I drank insane. somewhat, but like, I definitely that, and that's the first time I ever saw heroin was on Tulane's campus. Oh. And I was like flirting with this guy all night and like, didn't know he was on heroin. Um, and I was like, oh, what's that? Can I have some? Mm-mm. And he was like, and he said. Oh, good. He, he said He was no? like, no, you don't want this. And I was like, okay. 
thank you. Wow. You know, and I didn't know because he was snorting it at the time. Like I didn't oh, know. Coke or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't. I just saw like he was doing something over there. Yeah. You know? um, Damn. But yeah, it was. It was super sketchy, and they just let my seventeen-year-old ass right into that bar. Oh yeah, they don't. I mean, there's a lot of bars there that don't card. They don't care as long as you're like a girl and you, you know, you look cute. Yeah. Um, but she did this study and like just all about hookup culture and and the idea behind it is like you're afraid to engage in aftercare um, because that's like you might come on too strong and so you're afraid of like portraying any kind of intimacy because the whole point of hooking up is like you know one and done you know didn't quit it it didn't quit it um but aftercare is still really important because i definitely remember like feeling really shitty you you know like a used cum rag or something yes exactly um but the whole thing is it's designed to be spontaneous but in reality it's not because there's this whole like foreplay and song and dance of like finding a mate or whatever you know finding someone to hook up with to hook up with so you pretend there's it's it's just a creation of uh our minds and it doesn't it doesn't really work and like saying like sober sex is like serious sex which is definitely how i thought when i was younger too (sighs) i only dangerous it's so fucked up it's so dangerous yeah it took me a while to have sex when i was sober sober yeah. yeah um but I, so I have a story about um, hooking up with somebody, which was actually kind of sweet. But I was always like a person who would like fucking run, you know, because I would pretend like, oh, I really don't care. Like Same. it's it's women kind of. Well, because everyone says like, oh, she's just going to get so attached. Exactly. Or, and I was just, you know, perpetuating the patriarchy yeah. myself. Well, men, they, they're kind of like growing up with this idea that every woman wants to get with them. I think it's like perpetuated through like you media and that? stuff or that that's if they how... have sex with them like that oh. whole that whole myth like if you have sex with a virgin watch out because she'll be like imprinted on oh, you and yeah, attach yeah. you. In Ugh. my case it worked. Yeah. So do watch out now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah so in she had this whole theory that women are rewarded for acting like a stereotypical male might in society which i think is very true you're not like that's back to not you're not like other girls girls. and like a young girl if she chooses like sports over cheerleading or robotics team over i don't know fashion club or something (laughs) you praise her for that um so she learns i know i did that oh these male characteristics are what is valued um so that even plays into your sexuality and how you work with other people um and the the fact that we think men prefer casual sex and like they fall asleep right after so they do not want to engage in right. aftercare or intimacy like that and um, the whole like just falling asleep right after totally is like a joke although sometimes yeah well, there's some science I mean, behind it well yeah sex makes you sleepy it re- it releases like melatonin and you actually get to i get very tired i like that's why i don't get up to pee because i i get energized i think that it will fuck up it depends like it oh, depends on the, but it, but if i'm like oh i can drift off on this beautiful cloud but but yeah so what did she like did she have any suggestions for how we can um no but it was like a stu- so it just like says that you know this toxic hookup culture this was done in 2017 Uh, at Tulane University just creates a more standoff 
standoffish approach um, and that women need to prove that they don't want the man equally as they think the man doesn't want them. But then they came back uh, during the pandemic in 2020 and like a lot has changed, right? So like a lot less hooking up um, because bars are closed, parties are not happening, more kids are going onto apps, so you're vetting your partner more. Oh. Chances are you're seeing the same partner more and more because, A, you don't want to get fucking COVID. COVID cuffing. Yeah. <laughs> and Has so, anybody coined that term? I like good. it. Yeah, I like <laughs> it. Um, so, yeah, so students are, are wanting more pleasurable and safer sex. So that's something good that has come out of the pandemic, according to Lisa Wade. I thought it was really interesting. It's cool. And also, yeah, please be sober when you. Yeah, when you don't. Especially it's, it's not cool first, to be like fucking drunk and blackout. Especially like, the first time that you're having an interaction with someone and then maybe, that you don't know. Yeah, because yeah. that's where you get into situations where someone could think that that they were getting consent, but they really weren't getting consent. Mm -hmm. And then it gets very tricky very fast. I, I think that's so hard to say, too, in those situations, like who the perpetrator is if both people are drunk. Right. Because neither people were in a position to consent either which way. Um, but, but yeah, like that's – to act like sex is not an intimate experience is ridiculous. It is, You're, yeah you know, putting bodies together. It's like the most, it's very intimate. It's very vulnerable. Um, and so you still have to have aftercare. But you can set, I think too, like in your aftercare, if it is a casual experience, you can still continue to maintain the casual boundaries. Like it doesn't mean mm -hmm. like you have to like look into their eyes and tell them you love them or something. Or, or necessarily even cuddle. I saw one article suggested like just casual emotional aftercare would be like a, t a follow-up text i like the follow-up you know which you is know? nice yeah and it's like also, oh how are you doing you or know like how i um i think my husband will do that like he'll be like how how was that for you like you know and then that's an opportunity too like mm -hmm. if you're gonna hook up again to talk about like the things that you like to reinforce like the positive things about the experience like I really liked it when you did this right yeah so it can just a like, debriefing if you will yeah um, play and by it, play and it doesn't have to be like a big yeah so you, <laughs> I think you can do it while still being like or like I really had fun with you yeah. or something like yeah. that like but um but yeah this whole like idea that you just never talk to someone again that you've literally like been this close to is yeah that's that's really and i definitely did that yeah i've done that <laughs> i was a i was a big part of hookup culture i did it one time i specifically and like i you know and i was excited excited about it like at the time i was like oh i did this like i haven't did done you this feel before. empowered i did i did too when i yeah and I was like, I don't even have this guy's phone number. We're emulating. He was uh, in men. the Secret Service. What? Yes. I'm not. It's not like some bullshit that like it's not true. Mitt Romney was in Asheville. Okay. Um, like while Mitt's team, you fucked Mitt's team. I, he probably well, found no. you in his binder first full of, of all, women. Grace. My first question. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, he was working underground. He knew that he I knew, was coming for Mitt. You no, I'm just kidding. Like honestly, Mitt Romney at this point looks like a freaking teddy bear next to anybody else. Um, but he does unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I mean, I think he at least has like some 
ethical. I don't know. I'm it's not hard sure. To, I mean, he's Mormon. Yeah, his magical underpants. But my first yeah. question to this guy was like, oh, like Secret Service, they don't support, like they don't pick a candidate. Like they right. just, you they just can't. get assigned. So they actually yeah. don't, don't like pick sides. They can't um, be political. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I never had his information afterwards. And like he for he tried to be like, I don't have a condom. And I was You're like, like we can easily get one. <laughs> well, no, I was you know, I don't know if we could have because it was late at night, but I was oh. you know, everything shuts down here so early. That's true. But yeah. I was like, Okay, well then never mind. And Good. He, and then conveniently he pulls oh, he, a, found it. he found one in his wallet. Wow. Um <laughs> Amazing, right? What a slimy Secret Service man. I know, I know. Um, but he was like some Italian guy from South Philly, oh my and God. you know, like I'm Ooh, such a sucker. You, yeah. you're, I just am. I don't know. It's it's the Sopranos fault. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I I was like, well, this is. I felt like I was in control of the situation, and mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like I mean, nobody, my feelings weren't hurt or anything like that. But then afterwards, it was just weird more yeah. than anything and I was like okay bye or whatever I don't know um and so that's yeah I would just like I would just like a little check-in or yeah like just acknowledge the humanness of your partner that you've just I know because yeah. I think that that's like a lot of it is like and I think that it's like a distortion in your brain you think like you think that you can somehow stop the hormones mm, mm-hmm. that are you're going to get these hormones from sex you're gonna get the oxytocin can't go against nature man you're gonna get um dopamine serotonin like all of these things and i like how did you read like it's kind of like um that you know because sex is a drug yeah and <laughs> that this is almost like helping you with your come down Yes, which I because it's a sudden because all your because your experience a high and then once you orgasm hopefully you orgasm right then it's blink then it's all done yeah and then you can kind of get like almost a little sad afterwards right what the what's the I had it written down the blue something blues post <laughs> postcoital dysphoria oh, post sex blues nearly half of women experience this surprise surprise because there's a fucking orgasm cap um which is like Mm -hmm. sadness melancholy anxiety agitation so that's and one of the main reasons is because you're not connecting emotionally um to your partner afterwards so you're lacking that intimacy and then you're left feeling like super vulnerable so like just the act of touching each other you don't have to necessarily be full-on spooning like i said Sometimes you get really fucking hot and sweaty after yeah, sex. It's hot. Maybe a finger touch, maybe a hand on a thigh. You're still like have that. Was it oxytocin is the cuddle hormone? Yeah. You still got that uh, going through your veins. Yeah. <laughs> or wherever hormones go. <laughs> yeah. Endocrine system. So is that's. That Look at you. You've been in you've been in science. I've been in school recently. <laughs> You're learning the science <laughs> words. Um. Yeah, and I think, like, if you – and I was saying this as if everybody who has a partner – I'm sure there are lots of people who are in partnerships with people they have regular sex with who are lacking this, you know? Yeah, Maybe because it's just something you've never talked about. Also, Mm -hmm. like, I think you could go to your partner – Communication. Yeah, and just be like – well, you could model it for them first. I think that that would be the first step, would Mm. be, like, modeling what that would look like, you know, um – 
But yeah, because and I also think, well, now that now that I say this, like I've been in hard times in relationships where like we have sex, but like we're just doing it to like have sex, but then things aren't really good between us, mm-hmm. and then going through the motions, literally. Yeah, literally, and then you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, you know. So I think, yeah, I think acknowledging that too. But I think you could you could just you know say like, hey, you know, it makes me feel good or, you know, after sex, I really need, you know, to hold a hand or or something like that. Or, you know, if we could have maybe play with my hair. That seems nice. That's a nice one. I like I'm some water. I was going to say something service. Yep. Something simple like that. Get me the all need water right after before, sometimes during. All the time, right after, especially stay you gotta hydrated. stay hydrated. Yeah, you want to you want to be hydrated before too with your to mm-hmm. keep your natural lubri- right. lubrication. And also, like dry kisses, not cool. Yeah, so I, you know, I think that like uh, it's cool too because this originated out of the BDSM community, where I think this becomes even more mm-hmm. important. Yeah, yeah, um, because you know. Uh, that's what I kind. Of, that's what I like about BDSM, um, is that it's so much. It's actually like really talking through mm-hmm. all the aspects of your. Like I just don't think we set sexual boundaries. I still need to do a better job about it. Like even now. Right. And also, once you, it's hard to like change patterns once you're in them. You know, like the kink community. So BDSM community seems like they set better boundaries all the way around. But I think yeah. people talk about what set what they will, you know, like your wills and won'ts and maybes, you know, mm-hmm. um, just in general. But no one's ever like, what what does after what aftercare. Does aftercare look yeah. like? So like we should say that the full definition of aftercare is the act of nurturing your sexual partner oh. after sex, providing care to your lover in any form or shape they need. And so, like, in the BDSM community, this is especially important for receivers. And they need to advocate um, for themselves and what they really need because um, BDSM sex or really any kind of sex can, like, induce, like, intense physical or psychological experiences. Um you you could have physical like cuts, bruises, um, or you can have really heightened emotions, feeling of shame, regret, acceptance, bliss. Like you just have to deal like check in with your body and deal with it and talk to your partner. And I think too like about trauma a lot when I think about this. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think sometimes, and it can be something your partner would never know. Right. But like sometimes just a touch a certain way, a certain yeah, word. That's true. Like I'll oh, find. Oh yeah, I, words could definitely do it. I have that happen to me sometimes like where I'll just be like, well, and I'll just be like, oh, like it'll just catch mm-hmm. me off guard. But I think, yeah, I think afterwards, um, you know, you just want to make sh- I think it's like about feeling safe. Yeah. Definitely. You know? Because there, there's definitely been times when um, I felt like my husband, like, went a little too far. I wasn't right in the, in the right headspace for that. Right. But he went ahead and did it. And, like, some, like, I've gotten better at saying, like, no, I don't want that now. And I'm reaching for my neck because it was like a choke, you know, like right. a choking thing. 
And I've gotten better at it and learned to advocate for myself mid-sex because sometimes that's hard to like stop the groove because you feel guilty about doing that. I know. And it's hard because it's like just because I liked something, I think that that's what's confusing. I liked liked it it at that time. time. Mm -hmm. But like right now, I don't like it. Shit changes. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Um, I always like a glass of water though. Oh my God. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) Or like a massage. You think about massage like after or before yeah, sex. we usually do it before, and that's a lead into sex. I want it but after, after too. <laughs> after would be nice. I want it all the time. You know what I do actually for my husband? I do like, I'm trying. I don't know if this is necessarily always during sex, but I, or after sex, but I give him like little hand massages, and he'll like he oh, falls. Oh, that's nice. He falls right asleep to them. It's so Aww. cute. Like it'll just knock him out immediately with like just a, a little nice hand little hand massage. Yeah, because his hands get all. Oh, oh, sore. He plays the guitar. So. He's got blisters on me fingers. He's got real man hands. Yeah, cramps him up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, like a little, or just also like words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think, um, I think I would really, I would like, to, I would, I always like words of affirmation. Oh, yeah, me too. So I, yeah, I want to know, I want to figure out like how we can cultivate this more. I feel like we have to just like talk. I think it just, again, it goes into like consent around right. sex. Like, and these are things that we're, we I so think, much to learn from the kink community for real. Yeah. And I think we're learn or I think these things are things people know about and are, and some people do. I mean, obviously people cuddle after sex, you know, um, or quote unquote pillow talk. Pillow talk, yeah. yep. Um, but yeah, laughing—that that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite ones. And also, like, I think you can laugh too if something like awkward or weird happens yeah, yeah. during it. You know, <laughs> um, that's definitely a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I think you can, you know, just have, just like have time to just be like, thanks for you know sharing that experience with me. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I definitely think that, I don't know, I don't want to say blanket, but I think like men probably have a little more to learn. And like yeah, the encounters that so. I've had with women, it, I well, just generally feel less, feel less threatened mm-hmm. for sure. And also just like there was more caring involved all the way along. Like I've never thought like, oh, this person is going to use me. Right. Yeah. Um, but I also, I think, like you were saying before, I've overcompensated and tried to take on the what I perceive as the male role, mm-hmm. you know. And I always used to joke, I, like I joked about it too. I'd be like, "Oh, everyone's always saying like, you know, that I'm going to get attached, but they're the ones who always get attached, you know." But like, what I was being an asshole. Yeah, me too. I mean, but I was definitely like praised for like being like the chill girl, the cool. You're the cool girl if you don't get attached, and you're just like, and like I legitimately you know, messing around with people. I really wasn't attached though. I feel yeah, like. same. But like probably, because but I would I, run out of there like literally. Probably because I shouldn't have been around like with them in the first place. Though is they why it great was, people. It yeah. was so easy to not be attached because like. Under most circumstances, I would just be I mean, if you said, do you want to date this person? I would have said, no way, you mm-hmm. know, when you were sober. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Or just at any point. <laughs> um, but and also you can do aftercare for yourself after mm. self-pleasure, 
which oh yeah I didn't even think about that which I like too I was listening to this one YouTuber who was talking about that like also like route like massaging your like doing some self massage rubbing mm. your feeties um lotioning yourself oh that sounds nice um or oil whatever yeah you know whatever you like um because I've been trying to or t- taking a bath yeah I've been living a strong I mean unrelated to sex but I've been living like a very strong bath life and me too but I love to masturbate in the bath in the bath I should I'm just I'm usually just like I have this whole thing I'm like washing my day off of me kind of deal and then I've been doing um Epsom salt yeah me too that's just great and then I have this great candle man it really it pays to get like a, a nice candle like I got one in it was a it was a wildly expensive candle, but it lasts. How expensive are we it, talking? Like a well, it was a present, but I think it was like thirty dollars. But I'm telling, is it a wood? It's not a one wood of those wick. W- wood wicks. It's thing? just from one of these. But it was from one of these local, like a hand s- local small business yeah. soy soy candle. Soys. Okay, but I'm telling you, I the have burned it. Like I take probably like four baths, four to five baths a week. And oh wow! Yeah. You really are on that I'm bath life. hard. Like I, most days, I take a bath, nice. um, and I burn it every time. And like it's not even a third of the way gone, and I've had it for like two months. All right, that candle is it's uh, like the value. I'm saying like if you divide it out, mm-hmm. it's a value. It's worth the money. Um, so yeah, if anyone has any suggestions too about different forms of aftercare, I would love to hear. You know, I don't know what your ideas are. Um, because I think I'm going to – I think I'm actually going to work on this for myself, like mm-hmm. for me to be a better partner in giving aftercare. Because mm-hmm. when I thought about yeah. it, I'm like, actually, my husband's like out here doing – he's really doing, doing a good job. Work. Well, he loves to cuddle and he's like oh, the yeah. the world's best cuddler. I, I'm here to say it now. And I'm pretty sure our bodies just like fit. Like our bodies are the exact correct sizes where like my feeties Listen. go on his feeties. I don't want to repeat what you're saying, but that's exactly how I feel about my husband. Which is, <laughs> this is sounding very lame right now. <laughs> Our bodies are like puzzle pieces that we fit together, but like that's really how I do feel. I do. I do think that there's something to that. And no, but like I really think that that's something like that. And I'm like very trusting. And I really like that he like asks how I'm doing afterwards, which yeah. is cool. You know, and sometimes my answer is just. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, Great. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> wow. Or I'll just be like, whoa. Yeah. I'm whoa. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, you know, or well, and also there are times, too, like where I don't like where I don't orgasm if he gets there mm. before I do, in which case we usually like we'll chat about that. Yeah. Um, I'm so sexy. I can't help it. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I'll just be like, <laughs> you know, like, but I'll still be like, I really like enjoy that experience, which is usually, you know, if that's the case and or like, we'll be like, you know, sorry, you know, sometimes yeah. it, it comes by surprise. Right. Exactly. You just talk it out and you're not like, well, and that's easier to do with a long term partner, you know. Right. Well, because I think a lot of the situations you know, with hookup culture, like, I imagine the orgasm percentage is low. Yeah. I did an orgasm the whole time I was in yeah. college. Yeah. I with mean, another person. <laughs> I didn't until I until I started being on top. And then I figured mm-hmm. out, like, I know what to do. 
Yeah, you know, I can make this work. I can figure it out. You just <laughs> you just what, lay what back. Is, what is that? What is that fucking that? Oh, it's so it's a southern saying. Uh, I'll do pig. You just hold. Uh, I'm fucking this chicken. You just hold the head. What? I know. Is that a real saying? Because there. Ah, uh, yes, it's a real saying that a real person is definitely really oh, said to me. Because there's like this there's one YouTube about a, clip a goat that, or something. that was really popular, and a news an- an- announcer was just like, "All right, Ted, keep fucking that chicken." So maybe he was <laughs> doing like a southern saying. I would like to say I don't consi- condone keep fucking chickens chicken. under any circumstances. That's not cool. They can definitely not consent. No, you know? I would imagine the hole is really small. Well, I mean, I think it killed them. This is, well, this no, is a, whole just egg, a whole egg could get through, so. Oh, oh it killed them. I yeah. Mean, well, don't make me think about it, because I think people really do. Oh, they, they do chickens. that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, Dan. This seems like a lot of... It's such a fucked That's up. a lot of work, like, because you got to hold them, and birds are hard to hold anyway, and oh flapping. Oh, just stop it's just making me so sad i'm just still thinking about these <laughs> those chickens too like i had to look all these ch- chickens in the eye when i was driving up north because they were oh, like on the farms they were going to, to the their, factories to their death oh they were in the big uh fucking yeah. cage so truck sad. things yeah so they're all squished in there too i know yeah, well, well, keep fucking that chicken. Yeah, don't, fuck, but don't fuck a chicken, <laughs> and take care of your partner, and see and yourself, and also have these conversations outside of the bedroom too. If you want to yeah. talk about how, hey, I just listened to this podcast episode. We were talking about aftercare. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, and this you could bring it what, up casually, what do and you it's like? totally not. It's not <laughs> weird. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you, um, and we will see you next week. Whoa. Something